Okay, let's do this. Hi, welcome to another episode of Composing Tips, the Media Composer podcast. I'm Nico, and I'm having a lot of fun revisiting older libraries. Today, we are taking a look at Metropolis Arc 1 by Orchestral Tools. I've talked at length and made videos about a lot of developers, but there is something that you may not know because I'm not talking about them quite a lot. The libraries from Orchestral Tools represent the bulk of my Orchestral templates. I use their products a lot. Mostly the Berlin series and the Tom Holkenborg Brass which I call Holkenbrass, it's easier. And yeah, really one of my favorite developers. Six years ago, Orchestral Tools released their first library in a series called Metropolis Arc. This first installment is dubbed the Monumental Orchestra. And hell, it's definitely monumental. It's a bit of a UFO in the world of orchestral sample libraries, as what it does, no one else does it. First of all, everything is recorded starting at mezzo forte up to 40ccccccccimo. The sections themselves are also quite not your orchestral standard. For example, you have a section of four contrabassoons. This is something that I've never heard nor seen anywhere else. But hey, how cool is that? Four contrabassoons. The positioning of the players during the recording sessions is also not traditional. For example, the low strings were recorded in a half circle rather than having them sit on the right of the stage as it would usually be the case in a, on a, yeah in a, in a scoring session everything in there is designed for loud massive heavy and a sound that will wrap you all around According to Orchestral Tools, the library was specifically designed for epic music. No, I'm not making that up. It's right there on their website. Speci specifically designed for epic music, whatever epic music means. In that context, as you will see as we go through the library, epic there really means loud. It is available for both contact or the sign player. Personally, I use the sign version, and that's what you are going to hear in the examples. I am not sure about the differences between the two. In the past, I used the contact version, and uh, yeah, I don't remember seeing major differences between the two. They, they, they are still the same samples. Now, it begs the following questions. After six years, is Metropolis Arc 1 still relevant? Does it still deliver on its promises? And is it 
worth to get it in your tool belt? To answer this question, let's start by taking a look at what you get with Arc 1. Of course, <laughs> that would be strange if it wasn't the case. You get strings, very loud and massive strings. That was powerful, don't you think? There are not a lot of articulations in the strings. Spiccato, marcato, and legato in octaves. Plus a bunch of swells and whatnot, but to be quite honest, I don't really use them because they are not tempo-synced, and I don't like to work with pre-recorded phrases that you have to bounce to audio and then line up to your grid. You know, I like to work fast and naturally, so the swells and stuff like this I do with regular long articulations using CCs. The strings, they are divided into two sections, high strings and low strings. The low strings, they come in an octave patch, so the cellos are playing one octave above the basses. The high strings, they have legato in octaves as well, uh, spiccato, they come in both octaves and unison, and you also get some specialized stuff like spiccato blurs, tremolo, bartok pizzicato, and such things. I'd say that for the low legato strings, Metropolis Arc 1 is totally worth it. Even better, you can buy them separately if you want to use the sign player version, because as you may know, orchestral tools, since they, um, they made this, uh, their, their own uh, player, you are not obliged to buy a whole library, you can only buy the patches that are of interest to you. And of course, in Metropolis Arc 1, you also get brass. You probably know this other sample library developer based in London that usually record at their studios. Yeah, you know which one I'm talking about. The same one that doesn't seem to know what loud fortissimo brass is capable of. Well, here is your answer to this. If you need ear splitting, skull shattering, hamster exploding brass, there you have it. With sections like nine horns, three horns, four trumpets, three bass trombones, 
three tubas and three simbasi, you can hardly get louder than this without killing someone. And even if it's really loud, it still sounds really good and well sampled and detailed and everything that you are expecting from a, from a high-class library. There is something that I do quite often with Metropolis Arc. I stack the bass trombones, the tubas, and the cymbasi in the same instance of the signed player. And this way, I get an instant monster low brass patch. Here is what it sounds like. Now, Metropolis Arc 1 lacks a bit in the woodwinds department. But you, you get some. You get two ensembles. One of three bassoons and one of three contrabassoons. And now I'm kind of screwed because I also need to make a quick example with that. Well, not much that you can really do with those two in isolation, but to bring some colors to the low brass, for example, and some sizzle, they work very, very well. Now, let's talk about why I think that Metropolis Arc 1 and the whole series is actually awesome. It is because of the choirs. Yes, I am not joking here. I would absolutely pay the price of the full library for the choirs only. I have plenty of choir libraries, but there is not a single one that comes close to the sound of the ARC choirs. I don't know if it's the singers, if it's the Teldex scoring stage, or the way they recorded them, or what the singers eat, but they sound fantastic and way above anything else that I could hear or play with in, in, the, in the sample space. Granted, they are not the most flexible and uh, there are not that many syllables, but oh, this sound is nothing short of amazing. There are choirs out there with easier programming, more syllables, and that are probably more playable as well. Like this other choir with only one articulation that adapts to your playing. But frankly, they sound like crap. And each time I'm using these other choirs, 
I wish that they had the Metropolis Arc sound quality. And in the end, <laughs> I always switch them for the choirs from Metropolis Arc 1 and Metropolis Arc 2. It's plain and simple. As it is the focus of the library, the Arc 1 choirs only do loud and epic, like in the previous example. But now, couple this with the choirs from Metropolis Arc 2, and you have the whole range covered from pianissimo to fortissimo. The great thing with this is that, as I said before, you don't have to buy the whole library to get them as you can buy them separately. I am still hoping for the day when Orchestral Tools will record a full choir library in the vein of their Berlin series, for example. If that day comes, I will be the first in line to buy it, whatever the asking price. Even if it means selling an organ or one of my kids. So, yeah, well, I kinda like the <laughs> Metropolis Arc choirs. With the full library, you also get some epic percussion, some sub-hits and impacts, but you also get uh, two electric guitars and a bass guitar, and there is also a drum kit and a very loud piano. As I play guitar and bass, I don't rely on sample libraries for these parts for my own music. For programming drums, I use a dedicated library with tons of options. You know, really, it's outside of contact. It's uh, something completely different. But yet, if you don't have any of these things, the Arc One patches will do the job quite well, actually. The loud piano patch, well, I've never, yeah, I've never used it. And I forgot it even existed until today as I was revisiting this library. Now, let's have a listen to a track that uses Metropolis Arc 1 only. And then I will give you my conclusion about this library. So, the track is called In Darkness They Crawl and it uses Metropolis Arc 1 and no other libraries. I mixed it a little bit and I added an external reverb to it.
Yeah, okay. This morning, I watched an episode of The Ring of Power on Amazon, and I was still into this whole orcs and epic battles thingy. Is Metropolis Arc 1 needed? I don't know. It depends entirely on what you want to write. It is definitely not your bread and butter library. If this is your only orchestral package, you will have a lot of holes that you will need to fill. As you don't have traditional sections, the dynamics are limited, and yeah, everything that I told you so far about Metropolis Arc. And also be aware that like with any library, this one comes with its own quirks as well. The short articulations, especially in the strings, they are a bit wonky and they are not very tight. For fast passages, Metropolis Arc 1 doesn't work that well without a lot of work aligning the samples later on. And this is something I absolutely hate to do. Uh, I like when short art articulations are tight. If power and loudness is what you want from, uh, from your orchestra, Metropolis Arc 1 is probably still the only epic orchestral library of choice. As I said before, no other developer does something similar. Personally, I love it. I use the choirs everywhere, I use a bit of the low brass, and I use a lot of the low strings. And voila, that's it for this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and that you discovered or rediscovered Metropolis Arc 1 if you don't use the library that often. Thank you for listening, and now go write some great music. Hey, did you enjoy this episode? Do you want more content? So head over to ComposingTips.com and join the community there. You will find more episodes, videos, project files, as well as a forum where you will be able to connect with like-minded people. It's all free, so register today on ComposingTips.com. <laughs>